0: Welcome to the Lake Show Life Podcast, part of the Fan sided Podcast Network. Now, please welcome your hosts, Jason Reed and Daniel Presciano.
1: The Los Angeles Lakers are officially three wins away from their 17th championship. Fourth championship for LeBron James. First, for notable veterans such as Dwight Howard, and I was going to say Anthony Davis, but I wouldn't consider him a notable veteran. Uh, Rajon Rondo joins the list of people to win with the Lakers and the Celtics. I believe that's three people. Um, I think Rick Fox is one of them. Um, yes, I think it is Rick Fox. Anyways, Lakers win game one. It was a blowout. It wasn't even close. It was close for a little bit there, sweating for a little bit there. Daniel, three wins away. How are you feeling?
0: I feel really, really good after last night's win. I will tell you that. I mean, man, they came they came out and balled. I mean, in the beginning of the game, they went down 23-10. to 10, And sure. I remember thinking, going through my head, was that, wow, this is going to be a, a harder-fought series than I expected. Then from that point on, it was just downhill for the Heat. I mean, yeah, they got banged up with injuries a little bit. But even when the guys were healthy on the floor they still looked awful. I mean, they just didn't play their game. They weren't hitting from 3 much. Uh the Lakers inside game pretty much locked down bam down low and it just the Lakers had everything working and the heat just didn't, you know? It they the heat were not allowed to play their game. Yeah, with absolutely. the Lakers.
1: Yeah, and uh you know, we'll touch on those injuries in a little bit later on the show, but um yeah, man, the game started like you said, it looked like it was going to be tough. We both had uh, Lakers in five in this series. I think a lot of people outside of Los Angeles, just NBA pundits in general, would probably say it was going to be closer just by the way the Heat were playing. Um, and it started that way. It looked did not look great. Um, but then the Lakers just took over and looked like the much better basketball team. I said jokingly in the last podcast that I hope it was a game where I could kind of turn it off in the fourth quarter and you know not need to watch it. And I'm going to be honest. That's what I did. I was watching Dodger game started. Lakers were up like twenty-five in the fourth. I was like, you know what, I can afford to turn this off and watch the Dodgers. So that was a great present from the Lakers. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what I wanted too. Just because
0: of uh, the Dodgers being on it, Sam. I'm a huge Dodger fan. I think the listeners kind of know who we both are at this point. Yeah. Um. So it was cool. It was cool to be able to, you know, have a ton of breathing room. Uh, yeah. To be able to kind of just relax and watch a basketball game, watch a baseball game. Instead of being so laser focused on the Lakers, you know, I expected this game to be a lot closer than it was. I Expected the Lakers to win, but not in such commanding fashion. It was really, really impressive on the night. I mean, the Lakers—they're free throw shooting. They're free throw shooting twenty five for twenty seven. That's the best night of the of the playoffs.
1: Maybe they of the whole 93%. year. Maybe the whole. Honestly, that might be the best of the whole season. Uh, off the top it of my head, be. I don't remember them shooting that good from the free throw line. Um, it could be. Yeah, I wanted they just
0: to shot forty percent from three.
1: Yeah, I wanted to touch on the numbers, too. Yeah, they shot 39.5% from three, 15 to 38. Um, I think I said in a previous episode, as long as they get, like, 34%-ish, uh, they'll be great shape. Uh, 39 obviously blows that out of the water. Uh, completely out-rebounded the Heat, 62 to 40, included nine offensive rebounds. We talked about that in the Denver series when they only had four. Uh, getting those extra five to six offensive rebounds could be huge. I mean, in this game, it didn't really make too much of a difference just because it was a blowout. But we saw the Lakers on the glass, you know, yet again. Um, they did turn the ball over 12 times, but you know, who cares? They won by 20. Um, yeah, 12, 12 turnovers is not a bad number. And ironically, you know, we talked in the last podcast and I was mentioning how the heat, you know, we both mentioned really how the heat re- really weren't playing teams that kind of dominate in the paint, you know, down low and that the Lakers were the second in the league in uh, points in the paint in the regular season. I thought that was going to be huge. The heat actually outscored the Lakers in the paint. The Lakers only scored 38 points in the paint, which is pretty low for this Lakers team, um, granted you don't really need to score as many points in the paint when you're making 25 free throws and shooting almost 40% from beyond the arc but that wasn't what i was expecting that's not to say that the lakers weren't bad were bad from um below the basket we saw plenty of ad just dominating down low and you know just mm-hmm. ad and lebron being the two best players and that just kind of taking over um but yeah man not kind of what i expected and that just shows me if they don't have the three point hitting um they can go down low and you know the heater in trouble man they were kind of getting bullied tonight
0: yeah, it was the Lakers night. were straight up playing bully ball. They, they had their way on the court at all times. It was pretty pretty crazy to see. I mean, I saw that the Lakers actually set a franchise playoff record with 11 three point makes in the first half. Oh, wow. Um, so that really, I mean, that, that shows a lot of what kind of game it was. Lakers saw that they were sh- shooting the three ball well and they kept shooting it. And I can't blame them for that. You know, it really allowed them to uh, expand on that lead in uh, in bunches in a hurry.
1: Yeah, uh, Danny Green led the team in three-pointers. It's been a long time coming. Danny Green was just waiting for the finals to turn that switch on, man. Three of eight from beyond the arc, four of nine from the field. Uh, he had four boards, two steals, three blocks, um, plus 21. I think he had the second best plus minus behind uh, Anthony Davis. He did. Um, Danny Green, man, we've been talking crap about him this whole the existence of this podcast, but here he is showing up in the finals, um, just as we expected, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, he... He's the type of guy that comes out and plays in the NBA Finals. Him and Rondo are the guys that I expect to come up, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Rondo didn't have a great Game 1 uh, overall, which, I mean, he's fine. I mean, he's been having great games, so I can't really discredit him, you know, after one subpar one. But those are the kind of guys that win you NBA championships, man. And I've I've seen a lot of uh, press conference, like, quotes and stuff like that, mm-hmm. especially from Anthony Davis. He's talking about how much this team relies on veteran leadership and it's true. I mean, a lot of these guys are veterans. They've seen it all at this point in their careers. Like they're on the downside and they've played on great teams. Danny green played on the excellent Spurs
1: mm-hmm. teams.
0: And, uh, you know, Danny green's been on the Spurs teams also, or, uh, sorry, Ray John Rondo was on the great Celtics. Teams. Yeah. Gotcha. Like totally, totally. I was, <laughs> I was going to repeat Danny green.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and, I wanted to touch on KCP. He's not necessarily this veteran leader. You know, he, yeah, he's been in the league for a few years, but um, I mean, he was on the Detroit Pistons. He doesn't have much playoff experience there, but um, it's those kind of performances from role players. If you look at the box score and his overall night, you would think, okay, KCP three of 10 from the field, uh, two of six from three, 13 points two, uh two steals in a block. You'd be like, okay, that's an okay KCP game um but he really helped the lakers kind of fall out of that rut or get out of that rut i should stay should say when it was 23 10 he scored eight points in a minute 23 he had those two three pointers and then uh, made both of his free throws uh things like that are huge man you said it basketball is a game of runs a game of streaks and if kcp doesn't hit those two shots you know who knows you know yeah the lakers dominated him the whole game and whatnot but Let's say he misses those, and the Heat go down and hit threes, and then all of a sudden the Lakers are down 20. Like, that could change the morale. Who knows what happens? You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. just those little things that people might forget about. Um, I just wanted to highlight KCP a little bit for that because he's probably gotten the most hate from Laker fans.
0: <laughs> yeah, over, yeah, over his, the period of his contract. You know what's funny is, you know what video resurfaced when Palenka in uh, like introduced him as a Laker at the press conference? He's like, this is like bread coming from heaven. He <laughs> you knew what he was talking about, dude? Because he turned Kentavious Caldwell Pope into KCP, AD, and LeBron James.
1: Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, clutch. I mean, I think LeBron probably was coming to the Lakers either way. But, yeah. I mean, that definitely has a factor. Um, Belinka's been fantastic. I know that we're kind of going off course a little bit. But just, you know, Magic Johnson also played a part. Um, yeah, he's not with them anymore. But just getting rid of some of those contracts – uh they're still paying Lou Deng, for those that are wondering um and being able to bring LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Look man, you know, people were concerned, you know, before the season that this Lakers team did not have good depth. They do have good depth, but even if their depth isn't the best, the Heat do have better depth, but when you have the two best players in, you know, the playoffs remaining when there was four teams, uh two of the best four or five when the playoffs started, like you're going to be able to bully teams like this, you know. So yeah, the depth, you know, in the beginning of the year was questionable. I think it has outperformed what people expected. I kind of expected him to be good. I mean, I didn't expect Dwight to be this good. I'm not going to be like Dwight Howard was going to be this good. But um, mm-hmm. AD and LeBron, man, they're just so damn good. It's just it's a pleasure to yeah. watch them on the court together. Yeah, it really is, man.
0: And I'm hoping that we get this for at least you know the end of LeBron James's career, um, just those two working together. I would say that AD is the greatest teammate that LeBron James has ever had just in, in terms of on-court chemistry. I mean, you could point out Dwayne Wade, I think Dwayne Wade at this point is a better all-time player, sure. But I think Anthony Davis is going to like surpass him uh, eventually just seeing the trajectory of his career right now. Mm-hmm. Like those two, man, just watching them on the court together, they it's like it's almost like that big brother little brother dynamic. It's really really cool to see. Uh, I don't think LeBron James has ever embraced Uh, Like a young player like that before, you know, I don't even think he embraced Kyrie like that. Um, So, yeah, it's pretty cool to see, man. And I'm hoping we get it for years to come.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would agree too. Dwayne Wade's obviously better all time. And, you know, if AD, if LeBron leaves in two years or whatever, and AD doesn't go on to win more championships, then most people would probably consider Dwayne Wade to still be better all time. Um, but LeBron didn't get prime D Wade. He got like the last year of prime D Wade his first year in Miami. And then was kind of, he was still a solid all-star player, but he wasn't, you know, who he was in 2006, 2007. Um, Anthony Davis, you know, he's in his prime. I believe he's what, 27, 28 years old. Uh, he's arguably only going to get better. He's been the best player of this playoffs, uh, without a doubt. Uh, if the finals ended today, I think he'd be the NBA finals MVP. Sorry, LeBron. Um, but, I mean, AD deserves it, man. He's fantastic. Another great game for him. 34 points, 9 boards, 5 assists, uh, 3 blocks. He was uber-efficient, 11 11 of 21, made all 10 of his free throws, half of his 3-pointers, 2 for 4. He's just so damn good, man. He's so good. He really is that good. Like, when the
0: Lakers were talking about getting Anthony Davis, I knew he was really good. But just watching him on a nightly basis, it's like it really opens your eyes to just how good he is. Like, this is a generational talent we're watching every night. Like he he's just that good. Yeah.
1: Like you, you think he's a certain level of good. He's definitely better. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, and then LeBron too. I mean, he had a great game, 25, 13 and nine had a steal. He was playing solid defense. At least, you know, when the game was close, um, there was that one sequence where he like lost the ball and then they lost the ball on the other end and they were just all like flailing on the ground for the ball. I don't know if you caught that. It was like towards the end of the second (laughs) uh, quarter, But, um, man, he looks focused, dude. He's really engaged on the defensive side, which we've touched on before. Defense with him has always just been a matter of effort than anything. Um, he wants to go home, man. You know, I talked about in the past about, you know, in the beginning of the playoffs, how maybe this is hard for LeBron. He's a family man. He misses his family. It could be hard to get up. Now he sees that light at the end of the tunnel. He's looking, he's like, I need three more wins just to go home and see my family. Um, I don't know if I'm looking too much into this, but I think that's going to make him a better player in these next three games, man. I think that adds to his determination. It really does. Yeah. He's determined to win an NBA championship, but at the end of the day, um, we know how much LeBron cares and they all care about their families. I'm not saying LeBron cares more, but um, you know, he's obviously the best player in the world. And if he has just that extra little bit of motivation, the heater in trouble.
0: (laughs) Yeah, man, I definitely agree with that. I was actually thinking about that last night. Like, yeah, you know, he misses his family and so does every other NBA player. But I feel like it's the feeling of not wanting to go home empty-handed. Yeah. Like you've come this far, you've been away from your family this long, you don't want to go home without an NBA title. You want to hoist up that L- Larry O'Brien Trophy at yeah. the end of the day. Absolutely. You you don't want to go through the bubble. You don't want to get tested every day. You don't want to go through all this stuff. Yeah. But he's doing it. Everybody else is doing it. But only one team can really you know make it worthwhile. And now I swear, I hope that's the Los Angeles Lakers, uh, and I think it will be.
1: I, I hope so, man. It's looking good. We said Lakers in five, and this game definitely helped our prediction. Uh, our purple and gold players, uh, purple players being role players in the heat that the Lakers kind of need to bang up a little bit, uh, limit their production. Gold players being Lakers role players that need to play well for the Lakers to win. Uh, I had Tyler Hero, who didn't have, I mean, he had a, a solid game. I guess he had a minus 35 plus awful. minus. Jesus. Um, he was awful. Yeah, yeah, he was. <laughs> I was trying <laughs> he was to be nice. Bad. I was trying to be nice. He scored 14, okay? That's good for a rookie, all right? <laughs> On 6 of 18 shooting? Two for I was trying to be nice. Three? I was trying to be nice. Yes, he was not great. <laughs> um, But then again, like I think the reason I was saying that is I think the media was kind of expecting too much out of Tyler Hero because he had that one really good game. And, yeah, he was solid in the playoffs, don't get me wrong. But I think he averaged like 20-something in the conference finals. But, um. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they did what they needed to do. I mean, the kind of for yeah. the Heat to beat the Lakers, they need Tyler Hero to have those big games, and he obviously didn't. So, if he hits four or more of his, if he goes six from eight from three, which is obviously insanely good, but he can do it. You know, this could be a different story. So, yeah, yeah, good good job know, on the Lakers for making him have a bad game.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know we we're talking about the Lakers running the zone. The Heat ran the zone, which they've been doing for a bit, I think, throughout the playoffs, really, and it's been working. But for a team like the Lakers, it isn't really working because. I think Tyler Hero is such a defensive liability and Duncan Robinson isn't a great defender either. Mm-hmm. When you're playing those guys almost 60 minutes a night combined, you're going to get exploited on the defensive end. And the Lakers were just picking apart, picking their matchups and they looked like they had their way with the zone. I mean, the amount of slashing and backdoor cuts and it was impressive, man. They they just like they saw the zone and they're like, "All right, screw it, we're going inside like it doesn't matter." Yeah. Because they know they don't have the inside presence. And that's something else we talked about too in the last podcast. Uh when we previewed this series is just they don't have that inside presence. I mean, Bam out of bio is great, don't get me wrong.
1: Yeah. But
0: when you have two bigs that you're running in Dwight Howard and A D, you can't have just say just say screw it, we're having Kelly O'Linick on one of those guys <laughs> or Jay Crowder on one of those guys. Because that's what they did in game one. And it obviously did not work. AD had his way. Dwight Howard had his way. I mean, he was just grabbing boards left and right. 14 minutes, eight rebounds. Yeah, Uh, So really, really just solid uh, inside. And they had the three ball falling. That's the key to success right there. When you can get both aspects of the game working like that, there's nobody stopping the Lakers.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you touched on Duncan Robinson and uh, Tyler Hero's defense. Um, You know, one-way players aren't, fantastic in the NBA playoffs, you know, it's not necessarily a deal breaker. If you have overall talent and like the grit that this team had, the Miami heat, you can kind of overcome it depending on the matchup. But once you come up with a team against a team like the Lakers who are experienced, you know, have the two best players still remaining in the playoffs, it's going to be a problem. That's why, you know, don't forget the Clippers blew a three one lead in the second round of the playoffs. Um, I wasn't too worried about them seeing the way they were playing, even if they beat the nuggets because, you know, they had Lou Williams, they had Reggie Jackson, uh, Harrell wasn't playing too well. Zubac was their only big, like they just had too many one-way players. And I think the Lakers would have exposed that like we saw here. You know what I mean? The heat have a lot of depth. They have great shooters. Uh, they kind of have that good, I want to say good wing tandem. Cause it's kind of just Jay, but, but Jay Crowder has been playing fantastic. I mean, the way Paul George plays, maybe Jay Crowder has been better in the playoffs. Um, so, you know, it's just that one way thing. Lakers don't really have much one way players. Rondo's been playing better defense. Kuzma's like their closest thing to a one way player, and he's, you know, not been fantastic, but it is what it is. Um Caruso, yeah. I guess you could call one way just because he's not great offensively, but even he had a decent night on the offensive side. So um mm-hmm. it's just one of those things. And that's my gold player, was Alex Caruso, right? Was that my gold player? Yep. Okay, you just make sure you Caruso. didn't steal him. Um great defense, as always. You know, that goes without saying with Caruso at this point. And one of his better offensive nights, you know, it came. part of it came with it being a blowout and him kind of getting more chances to take the ball up to court and whatnot. But he made four or six of his shots, one of three from three. You'll take that from Caruso. Uh, a steal, no blocks, only one turnover, uh, plus 12, plus minus, best out of the bench unit. Um, again, that's flawed, but it is what it is. You know, he did what he needed to do. That's Alex Caruso for you, baby
0: yeah he had a better offensive night than uh, he has been so it was nice to see I mean my gold player was dwight Howard and he only got 14 minutes but his impact was like definitely felt yeah uh, at both ends of the floor I mean he he grabbed eight boards in 14 minutes and yeah. I wish he hadn't committed the three fouls because you know that they kind of limited him uh overall in the night but I think that the Lakers might go to dwight Howard a little bit more. I just think it was a matter of like not needing him yeah more so why he didn't play. Absolutely. as much as he probably could have. But as a series goes on and the heat, you know, I don't expect them to lose and blow out fashion every night. Dwight Howard's going to be a key piece. A hundred percent.
1: Well, we saw it a little bit too, you know, just tying up with Bam and frustrating him. The same kind of thing he did with Jokic. Um, he's like that Lance Stevenson player, bro, from, you know, those pacer teams years ago with LeBron, just his kind of only role is to kind of tie LeBron up and just make him mad, which I mean, making LeBron mad is probably not the smartest thing in the world, but, um, Dwight has totally taken on that role of just being that chaos creator, you know, on top of other things, don't get me wrong, but, and I love it. I just love seeing that. Those are the kind of things Mm -hmm. I root for in basketball.
0: Yeah. Same here.
1: Um, and then your purple player. Um, Goran Drogic, Drogic, Drogic. We'll say it 20 different times in this episode. Goran Drogic. Um, literally, uh, purple. He, uh, tore, I believe it's his planter something, planter muscle. I don't know. Um, he tore it in his foot. He only played 15 minutes. It's looking like he's most likely going to miss the rest of the series. I don't know if that's been confirmed or not yet. Um, but it's... I think I saw Shams
0: confirm it. I'm not. i um, You know what? I'm not 100. percent But I think it was confirmed that he's likely out for the rest of the series.
1: Yeah. If it's not confirmed, it's you know all but confirmed at this point. Um, yeah, man. I mean, it sucks. We don't root for injuries. I saw some Laker fans rooting for some of the Heat injuries that happened, which you know I don't agree with at all. Um, I, if I beat the Heat, if I beat the Heat, if the Lakers beat the Heat, I obviously want to beat them, you know, at their best. Um, it, It's a big loss for the Heat, though, man. You know, you don't have Drogic. He's been their leading scorer. He's kind of that guy to take some of the scoring pressure off of Butler and Bam. Um, Just that, that big veteran third guy, you know, like Iguodala back in the days with Golden State, not so much anymore. Um, And they don't have him anymore, you know. So that's a huge yeah. loss for the Heat.
0: Yeah, something to note though as far as the loss of Drogic goes. I mean, Butler and Bam are, are banged up, but you know they're gonna continue to play. Kendrick Nunn got nineteen minutes for the Heat and scored 18 points on eight of eleven shooting, two for he four for three, yeah. with five boards and two assists in nineteen minutes. You know? He got he got those garbage time minutes, but that's the guy who's gonna start at point guard and uh to replace Gorin, you know, you know? Yeah. So we gotta we gotta watch him, man. I He's been awful in the playoffs to this point, like horrifyingly bad. But he got <laughs> off to such a great start to the season that he was in the in the rookie of the year conversation.
1: Oh, yeah, he had a fantastic um, regular season. Yeah, he, he was
0: great. He was great. But, you know, it might be a minutes thing. Goran Drogic just outplaying him. I mean, at one point, Goran Drogic was aver- averaging 22 points a night. So, yeah. you know, none kind of gets lost in the rotation a bit. But he's going to be playing 30 minutes a night now. You know, he got the 20 or he got the 19, whatever it is. He's gonna play 30 minutes tonight. And that's a guy that you have to lock down. I think he's the type of guy uh that we would, you know, consider making our purple player. I might have to replace Drogic with uh that's fair. with Ken here.
1: That's fair. I'll, I'll allow it. Um he did play 30 minutes tonight in the regular season, 29.3. He actually started over Drogic. Uh Drogic, I'm so bad with names. Um 15 points, three assists, three boards. He he was good, man. Thirty five percent from deep. Not great, but not bad. Um, and then, yeah, like you said, he was kind of not playing great in the bubble, not playing great in the playoffs. I think he might've had like a minor injury too. Uh, don't quote me on that. Um, and then, yeah, I kind of took up a lesser role, but he's shown in the regular season he could do it. Now, can he do it, you know, in the brightest stage when the pressure is at an all time high? We'll see. Um, but I definitely support you making him your new purple player. Cause that's kind of a, a one for one replacement.
0: Yeah. They made him
1: purple in the worst way. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, you touched on Butler and bam. Um, you know, they obviously got both got banged up a little bit. Butler like tweaked his ankle and then Bam. What did, what was Bam's exact, uh, ailment? Bam hurt his hand or his
0: finger. Something like Um, that. Yeah. Because I remember watching the play. I just don't remember what they said was like the actual injury after the fact. Mm -hmm. He was having a really poor night before he got hurt,
1: too. Yeah. Yeah,
0: He just, man, (laughs) the Lakers just took command of this game through and through.
1: They did, man. That's the Lakers for you, though. Yeah. Bam had a, uh, Let's see, Dragic plants are tearing his left foot, like you said. This is according to ESPN. Where's Bam? They're not even talking about Bam. Talking about Butler. He tweaked his ankle. He stayed in, though. He should be fine. Um, yeah, I don't see anything about Bam in this article. They should just make, like, Bam on Oh, shoulder. That's what it was, shoulder. But it doesn't say exactly what it is. Um, but like you said, he wasn't fantastic even before he came out. So, obviously, it's a big loss still. One bad game doesn't make it not a big loss. Um... Jay Butt, though, even, you know, he he kind of gave his typical game 23 points, five assists, had a st- two steals, no blocks, only two turnovers. That's good. He didn't foul anyone. That's also good. Uh, the Lakers did a good job of limiting him, limiting him from the free throw line. He only had five free throw attempts. He made all of them. That could kind of be the difference, especially with Bam and Drogic out. Uh, Butler's going to have to, well, Bam's not going to be out, but, you know, banged up. Uh, Butler's going to have to take over, man. He's going to try to get to the line a lot. He's Probably going to have these big games, these 30 point games. I think that's kind of what they need at this point. And if the Lakers can just play them like they did in this game, um, they're going to be fine, just fine.
0: Yeah, definitely agree there. I mean, we're going to see Butler take more command. Um, But, you know, the Heat, it seems like they've been kind of just stringing together performances out of nowhere for a while now. Like, oh, Jimmy Butler went off for 30, Bam went off for 30, Tyler Hero went off for 37. Yeah. So I didn't get that. And, you know, it, it's not going to happen for them every night, especially against a team like the Lakers. So, you know, it it all depends on that one guy just stepping up. I don't really know if they're capable of doing that against the Lakers' defense personally.
1: Yeah, dude, they've been so good defensively. So good defensively. We saw it here again. Um, betting from game one. You know, I knew that they were going to be great defensively because I picked the under. The under was, I believe, what was it,
0: 214.5? I believe was. so.
1: And the total ended up being 214. So good on me to hit the under by half a point. Not to brag. Um, my final score prediction was actually 108-97. Yeah, the Lakers scored more than I thought, but they held the heat to 98 points. I was pretty close there. You know, I'd like a pat on the back. Um, I also had Lakers minus six. You also had Lakers minus six. We both hit that. You had 116-108 Lakers. So you actually had the Lakers scoring exactly 116 points, um, but you had the heat scoring more. So if you combine our two, we're almost spot on, Daniel. Yeah, pretty close. If you combine our two, it's one sixteen ninety seven. We're off by one point. That's pretty incredible. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty dope. <laughs> um, but that moves me. I was two and zero on the day to fifteen and fifteen, back to even on the year. Daniel is now two games behind at fourteen and sixteen. Only three games left. Daniel, you're running out of time. I'm one
0: game behind. I'm one game behind.
1: Oh yeah, you're right. Sorry, I was. I did the classic. Uh, just dumb. Um, <laughs> <laughs> The line in this game has moved with the injuries, moved up for the Lakers with the injuries, and then, you know, game one result. Lakers are now eight-point favorites. The over-under is 216. They moved it up, point and a half. Daniel, I would like you to go first. Okay. So
0: I am taking the over and Lakers minus eight. Oh, okay. So we got a Lakers win, obviously.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I'm going to keep the Lakers score at 116. Okay. But I'm going to downgrade my... Game 1 prediction of 108
1: for the Heat down to 105.
0: Okay. So 116 105 Lakers.
1: I'm also going to take the Oh no, I'm not also going to take. I'm also I'm going to take the under under 216. Oh, well and I'm also going to take Lakers -8. Um look man. Maybe my my brain is just dumb, that's definitely a possibility. Uh with Draugert hurt with Bam kind of banged up a little bit. Um, And obviously not playing good. I think this is a nightmare matchup for him personally. Um, Well, I think I'm not the only one that thinks that. Um, Yeah. Yeah, you know, Kendrick Nunn could have a big night. Yeah, Tyler Hero could have a big night. But the Lakers perimeter defense has been so good. They've stopped much better guards than Kendrick Nunn, Tyler Hero. Um, And Butler's never been this. Yeah, he can have big games here and there. But he's never been this guy to consistently string it together. Um, I think the difference is someone like Jay Crowder maybe having a massive night. But he still had a pretty decent night, at least offensively. Um, I just yeah, don't started off the game hot. Yeah. I just don't see the heat. The Lakers, you know, they quieted the Portland trailblazers. Yes. Dame got hurt in like game four, whatever it was, but they were quieting them. Even when he was on the court, they quieted the Houston Rockets. They quieted the Denver nuggets. Like they've played all these teams that have just been scoring and, you know, having these big performances and through game one, they've quieted the Miami heat. I just don't have any indication to pick against that. Um, so I have Lakers minus eight, like I said, and I have the Heat scoring an even one hundred points, one twelve to one hundred, Lakers. Okay. Um,
0: nice. So I have them winning by eleven. You got them winning by twelve.
1: Yeah, I, I think. I don't know, man. I want to ask you something. I didn't put this in the outline, but uh, to kind of end the Go episode, it. is it too soon to give the Heat the Dun chain? See. Uh... <laughs>
0: I, in my head, I think the Miami Heat are done. But I, this is exactly what the Bucks probably said, you know, heading into the series. This yeah. is what, you know, every team, they, the Celtics probably said, heading into the series too. Yeah. You know, like we, we got this team, like we're ending the Cinderella story. Albeit the Lakers are the first team to beat the Heat in a game one.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I think they're done. I think they are done, but I'm not <laughs> ready to give them the done chain.
1: I don't, I'm not going to call them done the for nuggets yet. <laughs> the Miami. Uh, oh, I had a, no, I had a good pun. Oh man. I lost it. I'll, I'll get it. Eventually it had to do with someone's name. I think, I don't remember. I had a good one. Oh, well, the Kendrick Dunn. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. That's what it was. It was the Kendrick Dunn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thank the you Miami for defeat. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Here's how I look at it. If this was the first, if this was any round of the playoffs except the NBA Finals, and it was the exact same teams in the exact same situation, we still knew the Heat were this team that were gritty and could keep teams in games. I would give them the Dun chain. But because it's the NBA Finals, and because I don't want this to resurface if the Lakers blow this, um, I'm going to hold off on giving the Dun chain. But I would like everyone to know the jewelry box is open. I'm I'm looking at it right now. It's propped open, sitting on my table. Um, ready to be crowned to the Miami Heat. So if they lose Game Two, I'm taking it out of the jewelry box, putting it over Jimmy Butler's head. You got the Dun chain, Jimmy. Great job. You made the finals. Um, focus on that off season, you know, next year where you're trying to get Giannis or whoever you're trying to get because you're not ready yet. I've been saying all po- all playoffs are one year away. Maybe they're two years away. I'm a, I'm close. Ooh. One loss away from yeah. the Dun chain. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll see though, man. I, I just especially with their injuries. Obviously, like I said never root for injuries I'd rather beat the heat at full strength um and that's not even a like I'd rather beat the heat at full strength just so the Lakers don't have to say you know oh we beat up a banged up team like I just as a basketball fan I just don't like seeing that you know what I mean um and -hmm. that's not me trying to save face like I legitimately any fan that ever roots for injuries you know like the Dodgers you know to jump on the Dodgers again uh their reliever what is it Trevor Williams what's it Devin Devin Williams. Devin Williams. He's hurt. Uh, yeah, that's a boost for the Dodgers. I'm not gonna pretend like it's not. But I never root for injuries. Um, so yeah, man. We'll see. Game two tomorrow, which is Friday night, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, we will have a late night episode either that night or a morning episode, like we did this time, the next morning. Hopefully, the Lakers will be up 2-0. We could be claiming the Dun chain or awarding the Dun chain. Start getting ring sized. Um, <laughs> all that fun <laughs> stuff. In the meantime, go Lakers.
0: I, I be